major makeover. Game day could look a lot different down at the sports complex. The $2.5 billion plan that would make it happen. Plus, cruise control, the new shuttle rolling out in Philadelphia, and the one obvious thing it's missing that make it, makes it different from all the others. Also ahead. Getting into the groove, a lesson at the link that goes to show you uh, everybody can find their beat with the right support. Those stories and more on today's edition of The Lineup. It is Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. The Lineup is brought to you by TD Bank, America's most convenient bank. Hey, everyone, I'm ABC 10's Keith Jones. And I'm Aaron Coleman. Let's get you up to speed with what you need to know today, starting with a story. We were following all morning long on NBC 10 in East Mount Area. The search, it is on for the driver of a car that sped off after hitting and killing a man as he crossed the street. Get the latest now from NBC 10's Matt DeLucia. Police say this hit and run was captured on surveillance video and was witnessed by several people. Let's take you back to the scene last night around 11 o'clock on the 7900 block of Ogons Avenue near Cheltenham Avenue. Police got several 911 calls about a car hitting a person. They found a 46 year old man laying on the street. He had a severe head injury and was pronounced dead there at the scene. A witness told police that the victim was crossing Ogons at the time and a few moments later this. He saw the victim crossing the street when he got struck by the car and according to the witness, the vehicle went about 100 or 200 feet northbound, stopped, the driver got out of the car, looked back at the victim, then got back in the car and left the scene northbound on Ogonts Avenue towards Cheltenham Avenue. Right now police are still looking for that driver and the white or light colored sedan. Investigators are also going through that surveillance video, hoping to get some leads. In Spring Garden, I'm Matt Delusha, NBC 10 News. We're following some new developments as well in the search for an escaped prisoner. Sources tell NBC 10 the prisoner was spotted in West Philadelphia yesterday. It's about six miles from where he escaped at Episcopal Hospital in Kensington. We're going to get the latest from this story on NBC 10's, uh, from NBC 10's Brenna Wyke. U.S. Marshals confirmed Borden was last spotted in West Philadelphia. We know that's where he's lived in the past, but as of right now, authorities are still searching for where he could be today. This is what 29-year-old Aleem Borden looked like when he got away from prison staff at Temple University Hospital Episcopal in Kensington. He was still handcuffed after being arrested on Sunday for stealing a car. He slipped away from officers Monday morning who were in the process of taking him from the hospital to jail. The U.S. Marshals Fugitive Task Force has since joined the search for Borden, now entering its third day. Police warned Borden may be wearing different clothes and is likely no longer handcuffed. People who live near the escape site tell us they're uneasy. It's kind of scary. I teach at a school that's close by, so it concerned me. Um, the children not being able to be safe in their school environment. Borden is now the sixth suspect to escape from Philadelphia prison staff in the past year. U.S. Marshals tell us they're set to hold a press conference with new details this afternoon. Count on NBC 10 to pass that information along. Reporting in Center City, Brenna White, NBC 10 News. There is a new $2.5 billion plan to transform the sports complex in South Philadelphia. Wait till you see it. Take a look at what Comcast Spectacore envisions. They call this phase one of the transformation. It includes upgrades at Xfinity Live, a 5,000-seat concert venue, a new hotel, shopping, restaurants. No word yet on when the project could start, let alone end. 
Uh, Comcast is the parent company of Comcast Spectacor and NBC10. How cool does that look, though? It's unbelievable. Yeah, it's going to change the whole perspective when you're down there. It's going to change yeah. the tailgating scene, right? Yeah. Um, it'll change the way uh, people even approach that area, right? Bef right now, it's like you go there, you meet friends at their car, and, and then you, you tailgate. Go, and then you go to the game. Exactly, exactly. Right. But you, this could be its own destination. Yeah, it's going to bring more people, of course, to uh, what is it called, Philadelphia Live, the casino that's right and there. You, and you hang out there longer, mm -hmm. right? So you make it a whole day thing. Yeah, traffic's going to be something else there, well, too. Yeah. <laughs> Got so much more coming up here on the lineup. We're back at 30 seconds. Here we go. Here I go again on my own. Introducing the all-new TD Clear credit card with no late fees and no interest, just a simple monthly fee. That's predictability, even when expenses aren't. Four dollars? That's bananas. It's a pair. Oh, man. The all-new TD Clear credit card. That's how credit can be unexpectedly human. Call 1-844-TD-CLEAR for details about credit costs and terms. There's a new way to get around the Navy Yard and no drivers are needed. It may look like an ordinary bus, but it's actually a self-driving shuttle. So cool. A new fleet of shuttles is now transporting employees around the Navy Yard in South Philadelphia. Yeah, it's just being tested out right now. But as NBC10's Miguel Martinez-Valle explains, there are high hopes for the future. We're aboard the Navy Yard's new self-driving shuttle right now. This is the first day they're having people actually be able to use it. Now with me is Donald. He is the co-pilot per Pennsylvania regulations and law. They have to have a co-pilot on these self-driving vehicles, but it's using sensors and it's using memory to get around the route. Now for the first few months, it's only going around the Navy Yard, but eventually they're hoping that this will connect people in the Navy Yard to the rest of the city. A new technological approach to transit. Today, the Navy Yard debuted its one-year pilot program for their first self-driving shuttle, meant to connect thousands of employees around campus. I want to try it to see how the reaction time would be, say something is in the way, but if I feel good about it, then I, I wouldn't mind doing it. The automated shuttle sits nine people. It's electric with zero emissions and was developed in partnership with PIDC, Drexel University, Prone Robotics, and others. We do use GPS, LIDAR, radar, cameras. All of those things get fused together and let the vehicle kind of understand what's in its path. That's how the shuttle knows when to stop at a stop sign, red light, or for people crossing the street. So I heard the light, they didn't move. For the first few months, the shuttle will only go around the Navy Yard and will have two co-pilots inside in case they need to take over control of navigation. But they can do that by touching a red button. Right here, now I'm in I'm manual mode, I'm driving. Then later this summer, they're planning to expand to the stadiums to connect to the SEPTA NRG station. This is going to help us connect our workers down here with the main SEPTA transit system in the city. A new way around using new tech. Developers say with fixed routes, transit could be a new opportunity for self-driving vehicles. Miguel Martinez-Valle, NBC10 News. That's, That's pretty wild. cool. There still has to be somebody in the driver's seat, though. I know. So you might as well just have the have person the drive. drive. Have the person drive. Yeah, but still yeah. new. But yeah, I guess you're testing the technology, and who knows, a couple years down the road, yeah. you know. PA law changes, right? And yeah, that, to... that, that, that driver gets out, and you're on your own. Right. Crazy. Um, okay, these kids were keeping the beat during a special night at Lincoln Financial Field. Yeah, when the Eagles drumline asked for more cowbell, the kids, oh. they answered the call. Take a listen. Yeah. 
The Eagles Autism <laughs> Foundation put together last night's event. The kids got some one-on-one -on -one time with members of the Birds Drum Line. The parents loving it too. He's enjoying it. I'm enjoying it. It's very educational. Everyone is so nice. Everyone is warm and welcoming faces, and it just makes my son just feel comfortable just to be him. Yeah, last night was the first of five clinics the Eagles Autism Foundation will be holding in the coming months. Very cool. You see those faces? Some of them are like, oh my right. God, this is so cool. It's cool. It's good. Hey, it's been a busy winter for an organization at the Jersey Shore that's uh, dedicated to saving wildlife. An influx of young rescued seals are keeping staffers on their toes at Brigantine's Marine Mammal Stranding Center. This is seal stranding season, but the creatures started turning up on beaches a few weeks earlier than expected. Meanwhile, a half dozen dolphins have washed up at the Jersey Shore in recent weeks, and none of them survived. We had two bottlenose dolphins so far. Um, they're usually not here until about April or May is when we usually start seeing strandings anyway. Oh, they say ocean water temperatures uh, that are warmer than normal this winter could be a factor in that. Said. You, you hate to see that. Mm -hmm. All right, Philadelphia is known as the mural capital of the world. Yeah, the program that helped the city earn that name, marking a milestone now. Mural Arts Philadelphia yesterday launched its 40th anniversary celebration. The theme of the year-long commemoration is roots and reimagination. There's a new partnership with Rec Philly that'll run through the year. Officials held a ribbon cutting for a new space for Mural Arts Philadelphia in the Rec Philly design studio. Art is at the center of what we do because we believe that they are agents of change and transformation and I have no idea why art gets put to the side. We need to center it. We need to think of all that art does. Mural Arts Philadelphia began in 1984 as part of the city's anti-graffiti campaign and has since become the nation's largest public art program. You could say that was successful, it, right? It, I mean, it's and it's amazing. All of the different you look around at any corner, and mm -hmm. you're like, oh my gosh, there's another one. I miss. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah. It's really spectacular. Hyper local too. It's yes. like a lot of Philadelphia yes. figures that are yeah. being painted, which is wonderful. A uh, local woman knows firsthand just how important immediate action is when it comes to a, a heart health emergency. This is incredible. One year after going into heart, cardiac arrest here, and her family got to meet the first responders who helped to save her life. I owe you everyone here. Everything. I mean, that's from the heart there, too, right? This is the moment Katie Young and her husband were reunited with Northampton Regional EMS paramedics who responded to their home in Catasauqua last year. Katie went into cardiac arrest after putting her two kids down for a nap. Her husband performed CPR until paramedics got there. The paramedics kept Katie alive until they could get her to a hospital. I feel like sometimes they don't get the recognition they deserve, and it's not every day they get to meet someone who survived from them doing what they do every day. The National Institutes of Health says only about 10% of people survive cardiac arrest mm. outside of a hospital. Thank goodness they acted so quickly. You know what I mean? I mean, he, the but husband he knew. knew CPR. He knew CPR. The paramedics obviously got there. They did what they had to do until yeah. she could get to a hospital. Yeah. Because you don't know, that's the, that's the problem too. You, you don't know when you're gonna need to use it because it happens so quickly yeah. right in front of you. And, you, you know, and the alternative it. changes. Oh, it's, it's awful. Yeah, it's it, it, two little girls at home. So yeah. I love mm. that they uh, met face to face. Yeah, that's a good it. opportunity. Got to say thank you. That does it for today's edition of The Lineup. For Aaron Coleman, I'm Keith Jones. Remember, you can get NBC 10 News updates right here on the NBC 10 app. You can catch us weekday mornings, by the way, from 4 to 7 a.m. Tune in. Have a great day. <laughs> See ya.